This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. think of mothers, of course, I think of my own. I think of someone who gave of herself so many times and did without so we kids could have something. I remember her coming in at night when um, my dad was pastoring a small church. We got fed. My dad would get fed by um, chickens and groceries. That's how he got fed. Now, some of y'all don't remember those days, but back in the dark ages, that's how pastors were taken care of. They were given eggs and groceries as their salary. And I remember when my mom would give what she had to needy families in the community and how she could make up something to eat with nothing. It was had to be a God thing. But anyway, all righty. Well, it's so good to be with you this morning. Again, God bless all of our mothers today. <clears throat> In preparing for Mother's Day, I came, across, I came across something. And before we share that quick little story, I'm going to get Sonia to bring us up. And we're going to do our Bible exercise. If you have your Bible Hold it up and say this with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. I came across a... a, um, It was a little story about a mother and her four-year-old son. And when I read it, it reminded me of Kelly and I and our children. It goes like this. It said one of the mothers in a church had put her son to bed on the eve of his fifth birthday. He was trying to, she was trying to communicate that birthday idea to him. She said, Kevin, this is the last night you're of your fourth night. Do you understand that? Kevin was ready to communicate with his hands because for a full year, he had shown people four fingers for his four years of age. And now he was ready to add a thumb. Seeing his four fingers, his mother nodded and said, hmm, well, when you go to sleep tonight, you'll still be four years old, but do you know how old you'll be in the morning when you wake up? Kevin nodded enthusiastically. He added a thumb to his little four fingers, and he said, Yes, Mom, tomorrow I'll be a handful. For all of you mothers that's had a handful, happy Mother's Day. Yes. But aren't they a blessing? In my study time this week, I was asking the Lord, and you know, there there are many different scriptures in the Bible that can tell the stories of of motherhood, but I didn't just want something that had been 
ministered to before. I wanted something fresh. There's just something about getting fresh manna from God. You know, it's, it's one thing to go in and eat. Some. Biscuits are good, even if they're cold. But boy, when mama lays a fresh plate of hot biscuits on your, on your plate, they're so much better. And I was praying this week and during my study time, I said, Lord, I just want some fresh hot biscuit from you. So in my study time, he took me over to the third chapter of Matthew. And as I was reading this, I didn't see Mother's Day in it. I just didn't. And the Lord began to remind me of the things that took place when Kelly, my wife, was giving birth to children. And not only when she gave birth to them, but all of the things that it entails in having children, raising children. And I thought about it, you know, and I was reminded that those sleepless nights, I'm sure you mothers can relate, these, those sleepless nights. I remember one time coming home from work. I had worked long hours. I come home and I headed right into this, fixing to take a shower and I was going to use the restroom. And I, when I looked inside the commode, there was a diaper. You see, back then, mom and I didn't have the money to buy disposables. We had to buy cloth diapers. Now, some of you moms don't know anything about cloth diapers. But some of you moms, if you have a little gray hair, and even if it's not letting it show, you probably remember cloth diapers. And Kelly would take those cloth diapers once they were soiled, and she would use the commode to rinse them in and and clean them. You mamas are saying amen. You've been there. And I thought about that, and I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, us guys, we think we got it bad, but think about it. Do you want to be dipping your hands in a dirty diaper in a commode? Come on, guys, you know. I'd rather go to work and do what I got to do. I'd rather get sheetrock mud on my hands, but that, the other's a little more difficult. And I, and I remember times that when she would have one on her hip, and she'd have the other one on the, in front of her there in the kitchen. And the other one would be outside raising all kinds of cane. Hollering and screaming and she's having to take care of all of them. And it reminded me of a story. Huh? But there were five for Kelly. She had five. And, um, but I remember there was times when I would come home from work and she just, she didn't look like the woman I married. I mean, no makeup, because she didn't have time to put it on. She'd been up since the crack of dawn with crying babies and hungry babies and diapers that needed to be changed babies. And, and I, re- I remember when I was studying this passage of Scripture, and when I was, I was looking at it, and I said, well, just how, how is this? I just don't see it, Lord. He said, just keep reminiscing. And I was thinking more and more about mom and all the babies and And I thought about my mom and the sacrifices that she went through for us two two boys. Well, actually, us four siblings. Two boys and two girls in our family. And things that she would do without that we might have. And not just the sleepless hours, but the, the heartache, the pain, the suffering. Knowing that they were going through some things that she could not change. Knowing that they were, 
if they kept going in the same direction, the, the problems they were going to have if they didn't make a change. You see, you can't change some things raising your kids. And you're going to go through those things. And I thought about those things with Kelly. And those nights that she would lay in bed at night and she'd be crying over the children. Now, the kids didn't know anything about it because they were probably out having a good time and didn't know that mom's laying in bed crying and praying for a merciful God to watch over her children, knowing they were up to no good. Amen. So when I read this passage of Scripture, the light came on. I want to read it to you. It's over in the 11th chapter of 3rd chapter of uh, 11th verse, starting in verse 11. Third chapter of Matthew. Now this was when, this is when John the Baptist is baptizing at the River Jordan. And while he's baptizing, the Sadducees and the Pharisees come along. And they were wanting to be baptized. And it wasn't because they wanted to change their life toward God. It was something everybody was doing. So they wanted to look good along with the rest. Does that kind of relate to... Some Christians that were that like to want it, they want to get in on something that looks good, it makes them look good as a Christian. And this is what the Sadducees and the Pharisees were doing. But listen to what listen to what John the Baptist says. Verse eleven, I'm baptizing you here in the river. I'm turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama which I'm not compared to be even a, a, a mere ha- sage hand, but this main character will ignite the kingdom life within you. A fire within you, in you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives. He'll place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false, he'll put out with the trash to be burned. Now, I want to share with you this morning, the title of my message is God uses motherhood to draw us closer to him or to draw you closer to God. But what I want you to see is, is that when, when a, a mother gives birth to a child, she's birthing life. We know that. But do you know what's happening to you is you are actually, a new life is being birthed into you. You don't know it yet. That child doesn't have any concept of the life that it's going to encounter. But you as a mother, when you're giving that birth, there is not, you're not just birthing life, but you're, you are, (laughs) your new life is being birthed within you. And it's a life that you too don't know where it's going to head. What path it will take you. And what happens is, is God uses these challenges, these heartaches. Yes, there's good times. Kelly came home last night. We had the privilege and honor of being with with our children and grandchildren and having just what we call a Mother's Day get-together. And Kelly got in the car coming home last night. She says, I really enjoyed that. Thought she was going to break out and cry. I'm thinking, if you, if you enjoyed it, why are you crying? She was just so full of joy. 
She said it several times. I so enjoyed it. It was good times. And for those of you that do have children and grandchildren, when you do get together, you realize what a wonderful time it is. But there are good times. But there will also be challenges. You see, there will be challenges for the new life that the mother birthed. But there's going to be challenges in the new life that's birthing inside of you through having this child. Now, let me tell you what this new birthing takes place in this mother's life. Not the child necessarily, but along with the child. God is going to ignite a new kingdom life within you. Some of you have experienced that new kingdom life that God has has birthed in you through having children. And listen to this. He, he, He put a fire inside of you. The Holy Spirit within you. But this is the point that I want to drive home. All of these changes, not just the birthing of a new child, but the birthing that has taken place in your life, the birthing of Christ through having this child, what has it done? It's changed you from the inside out. The only way you'll change is from the inside out. As far as a lasting change. You can try to change. And I ministered on this one one of the Sundays. You can try to change. But the only way the real change. The, the permanent change. The one that will be lasting. The one that will actually be beneficial to you. And to others in your life. Is the change that takes place from the inside out. And that's what takes place. Now you're saying well. And maybe you're here today and you haven't had children yet. And perhaps maybe, maybe you can. And the Lord laid this on my heart. And I heard Kelly mention it a while ago. So I want to take you to a passage of scripture. Because I don't want to leave anybody out. Isaiah chapter 54. It reads like this. Sing, O barren woman. And that mean old don't mean you're old in age. It's just O-L-E. Or we could say seeing barren woman. Who has never had a baby. Fill the air with song. You who have never experienced childbirth. But listen. You're ending up with far more children. Than all of those childbearing women. You know why? Because... As you dedicate your heart to the Lord, as you become involved with a church like this, a church family, and this is what Passion Church is all about, being a family, coming together. You say, well, I don't have children, but but listen, you have skills and gifts and talents in your life that if you're not a mom, we need you here. To impart what you have on the children that do come. You'll never know what God can do and use through you. Or say you can say something and it will be something that will be a word in that child's ears that they'll never forget. And it could be 20 years down the road the very thing that turns them back to God. 
because they never forgot something you said. And you never were a natural birthing mother, but you were a spiritual mother. Folks, I'm telling you, we need not just mothers, but we need spiritual mothers. People who will take their role, their destiny, their, the purpose of God on their life and run hard and fulfill it. I was sharing at the table last night to a couple of my sons. I said, you know, I have disappointments, but I don't look at my past. But the thing I do want to do is I want to fulfill the purpose, the plan, the destiny that God has for me. And I want to say this, but I want to say it in love this morning. There's more to life than just having babies. The real life is you being the mom to the baby. Not just to your babies, but to other babies. To other babies in Christ that may be 40 or 50 years old, but they need what you have. And there's ample opportunities here at Passion Church to take that position as a mom, a natural mom, a spiritual mom, and use those gifts and talents. We need that tremendously. So you not only gave birth to life, but new life with birth in, birthed in you when you gave birth. So for you mothers today, I want to say thank you for what you have gone through. I think about it with Kelly, all those times that I would, I would come in and say, what's for supper? She said, don't even mention food. I can't stand this. I can't stand to smell food. She said, if you guys want to eat, you and the boys and the girls, y'all want to go eat, you're going to have to go somewhere at a restaurant and go eat because I can't cook and smell food. It ain't sitting with me. Y'all ever, some of y'all had that happen in your... In your times, you just couldn't handle the smell of food. I want to say thank you for all that you went through. If my mom was here today, I would love to put my arms around her, give her a big old hug and say thank you for going through hell for me. (laughs) Because that's what she did. She was like Jesus. She went through the... She went through hell and took the keys of death, hell and the grave, so to speak. And she fought the devil just for me. So moms, don't give up the fight. Keep fighting. If your children aren't where they, you believe they should be, keep fighting. Keep praying. Keep standing on the word. Keep lifting them up. Because victory is on the way. Victory is on the way. If I didn't believe that, if I didn't have that hope that things were going to be even better than they are today, if I didn't have that hope, I would just get out of ministry. But I hold on to that hope. And I keep pressing to the mark of the prize. I keep believing that everybody in this church is going to be healed. I keep believing these seats are going to be filled with new converts that have come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I keep believing we're not going to be able to empty this baptistry because every week there's somebody being baptized in it and we don't need to keep emptying the water. We'll just put some chlorine in it and keep baptizing. Is that my dream? Yes, it's a dream. But people without a vision, they perish. So let's make this dream come alive. You mamas, get out there. 
be mama not just to your kids but to other kids. Yes. And you mamas are, and those of you that are not natural mamas, get out there and be a mom. Be a spiritual mom. Because God knows this country needs it. I can't wait to where I can look out across this audience and I'm seeing new people, lots of new people that have come and gotten saved and baptized. Because you have gone out and brought them in. And they can stand and testify and say, I'm here because my brother or my sister here invited me. There's a world out there that needs mothers. There's a world out there that needs fathers. But this is Mother's Day, and so we're focusing on the world that needs moms today. There's a lot of hurting people out there. There's a lot of people today that need a mother's love. It doesn't take very much. You can just look around. You don't have to drive very far. There's a lot of people that need. They just need love. And I'm so thankful today that I had a loving mom. I'm thankful I married a woman who has been a loving mother. My kids are blessed to have had and to still have a godly mother. And if you're not a godly mother today, I want to invite you to receive Jesus into your heart to become a godly mother. Because if you're going to try to raise your kids on your own without God, you're going to have a tough time. It's tough enough, isn't it, Kelly, with God? So make your, make your, make your, your travel in raising your children, make it a little easier. Let's get God in your life. In fact, if you, if you would just, if, you, if you're watching and if you're here this morning, if you're watching on social media and you haven't received Jesus as your personal Savior, I just invite you to pray this prayer with me right now. Just say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord. And Savior of my life. You have just now become born again. If you haven't been, you are now. And what we want you to do, especially for those of you that are watching on social media, we want you to contact us here at Passion Church because we have some literature for you that's going to help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. If you're a mom and you just received Christ, it's going to help you to be a better mom in raising your children. And we want to be a part of that. We want you to come and be a part of us here at Passion Church. I just love all of you this morning. And I thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to just to share our hearts with you. For Kelly and I to be able to get up here and, and tell you how much we love you and how much we appreciate you. And I hope that you got something out of this today. That you've been inspired to go outside these doors and give your heart away. Just give your heart away. For you mothers, be a mom to all of those that need a mom today. And if your mom is in heaven like mine is, I kind of just like to say that mom's looking down today and I'm looking up to her and say, Mom, I love you. <laughs> Somehow I feel like she says, I love you too. Let your mom know today how much you love her. If she's still alive, let her know how much you love her. Because life is just a breath away as far as being here. Death is just a breath away. 
We're here today and we're gone tomorrow. Life has been so short. Yesterday, I was 16, had my own little car, and I had no cares in the world. (laughs) Had it all souped up, riding around looking for a cute little girl. Today, I'm almost 65. I drive an old pickup truck. I'm not looking for a cute cutie. I have one. But it was just yesterday that I was 16. Time goes by mighty fast. Make the most of today. Pretend like today you would not live to see tomorrow. How would you love? Who would you call today? Would you call mom? Mom, I just want you to know I love you. Think about that for a moment. If you knew you weren't going to be here tomorrow and today was your last day, how would you spend it? Think about that for just a moment. Who would you call? Who would you go visit? Who would you put your arms around and give a hug to? Would there be some things in your life that you might would say, Father, I want to get this straight. I want to get this right because I want to make sure that I spend eternity with you. Think about it. We need to think about because life is short. What if I don't wake up tomorrow? Well, I can tell you this today. I can sing all the way to the porters of heaven. It is well with my soul. (laughs) Oh, but you've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures in life. Oh, that was my past. You're talking about that old Ron. You're not talking about the new Ron. You're talking about the new Ron today. Who stands before you, forgiven, washed in the blood, and in right standing with my heavenly father. I hope that's you today. Would you stand with me as we close in prayer? Thank you again for coming out and sharing your time with us today. Hope it's been a blessing to you. I want to encourage you and to let you know that we're, we are, we are making progress on the foyer. We do have at least some little bit of paint on one of the walls. It's primer, but we were hoping to have it done, hoping to have it done for Mother's Day. It just didn't happen. But there's guys around here, they're working. I want to thank Mr. Lance and Miss Lynn for the lawn pulled up this morning. Our grass looks so beautiful. Thank you, Lance and Leanne. John... Our sound man, cameraman, has been putting mud on the walls out there and sanding. I tell you, it's so encouraging when brothers and sisters in the Lord get together and we use our talents here in the church, and it's all to glorify the house of God. You say, well, I, I can't really get up there and do, do much anything physical. Well, if you got a nickel in your pocket, it can use, we can use it here. <laughs> You say, well, I'm not much above anything but a cook. Bring over some cat, hot cat.
cat head biscuits and watch me and John put them away. Or me and Lance. See, there's something for you to do. Let's look look to the Lord and pray. Father, we love you today and we thank you for this time that you've allowed us to be together. Father, I pray that the words that's come from my lips today have been anointed by you. That they have sunk deep into our hearts. We'll take it and we'll run with it. We'll strive, Father, to be the people that you've called us to be. Now I pray that may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.